ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode four of the Hype Check podcast. I almost tripped over my own tongue there and said something else. <laughs> I am once again joined by my lovely co-hosts, Balkine and Nanogear. Say hello, boys. Hello. hello. Nobody knows who I am. And it will remain that way. <laughs> His name is John. My name is John Twitch. John Top Hat Man. <laughs> yeah. I am your wonderful host, Top Hat Massacre. The only thing I could think of saying when I opened up the stream today was a song which was stuck in my head all day and I forgot it about 20 minutes ago. Oh no. Oh, yeah. That's not the intro. No, but then the next thing which came to mind was, um, can you feel the love tonight? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to open it. I'm the man that can feel the love tonight. <laughs> like, no, I'll save that for Valentine's Day. No, that's good enough. It's already in there, that's it. Fair, you got to wait another 10 months, but yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. I'm a patient lad. Yeah. <clears throat> so yes, hello. Welcome to episode four. We've been doing this for four weeks. And you could say con know. you could say consecutive. Totally but... consecutive. Yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> consecutive. <laughs> In that case, this should be episode seven by now. But yeah, that's fine. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we don't stick to a 100% strict schedule, but we do our best to make sure we get, like, an episode recorded a week. But sometimes mm. things happen. Yeah, no. People are human. And life like... doesn't care if you do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, screw you. You're not allowed to talk about the bloody Avengers. <laughs> Sit down. The flag smashes are taking their time. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Well, nonetheless, how have you guys been? How has your week been? Jay, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, mostly work. I, it's my first day off, so. Um, oh yeah. damn. Lovely. Pretty good. Um, my week has been pretty much the same. Uh, I've been working nonstop. I have, however, hit affiliation on Twitch. Hey. Okay. Nice. One. Hey. Yeah, finally. Yeah. It, it's crazy, to be honest, because, like, Mason has got a pretty, like, established YouTube account, but it's just really hard to reflect that on Twitch, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Because Twitch wants to make sure that you're constantly active, and so that average viewer count is such a struggle. Yeah. I yeah. got the uh, Pity Affiliate, where I didn't even meet the requirements, and they sent me a... um. <laughs> they sent me an offer to join the partnership or the affiliation, and I was like, I'll take it. You know what? I'll take it. Yeah, I'll just sit at 2.8 for a while, but <laughs> at least I can get subs now. Well, I, didn't notice, I didn't notice yours was so established. I don't know. Your, your YouTube, that's good. Yeah, it's alright. Okay. I, yeah. I know at least for like, like YouTubers that are at least really big for partner, they, they don't even have to meet the goals for partner. If, if they link a a big enough YouTube channel, they'll just let them have it. Which yeah. is interesting. That's, uh, that is interesting. Some of them, yeah. Like, you can get very lucky depending on who you know and what you manage to throw out there. Um, the only thing which always blows my mind is when you get freaking meme compilation websites. Uh, well, not websites, but YouTube channels that are, like, making more money than half the YouTubers you like. It's like, this meme compilation has got, like, 40 million views. 
and they make money off of it somehow. It's freaking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Because most memes are like short, and I guess they it's a lot harder to copyright. Well, I think that's why some YouTubers <clears throat> like um PewDiePie and all of that were doing meme reviews and stuff because yeah. it's very easy to just collect content that people are gonna like want to watch him and just dub yourself over it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's easy it's easy content to keep you regular if you if you can't do the really mm. the really important stuff for your channel like on a regular enough basis for the stupid algorithm to pick it up. So yeah, I don't have any problem with people doing that. It's it's, a, it's good for them really. Yeah, it's understandable. Yeah, I mean it's it's a bit funky as well because at the end of the day all it really is is you're watching the compilation with someone but you can't directly talk with them. It's just I'm gonna sit here and watch twenty memes and watch somebody that isn't me laugh at it. <laughs> like the thing is I really enjoyed the Markiplier ones, but what would generally happen is if something he finds really funny occurs, he cuts away from the meme and just laughs. And I'm like I'm laughing because you're laughing, man. <laughs> is that what this yeah. video is? <clears throat> well, I feel the exact same. Um, when I watch JJ Olatunji, I'm surprised I didn't butcher that username. I'm not gonna lie. To I've you. never KSI. heard of that. KSI. Oh, right, right, right. Fair enough. That's his name. Okay, that's fair. his name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he does like not meme review, but you laugh, you lose, which is essentially meme review. And he yeah. cuts away every single time he laughs, and it without fail makes me wheeze because his laugh is so powerful his his laugh is insane yeah <laughs> contagious laughs can do it yeah yeah, yeah. i've known some people yeah. which have got oh. really funny laughs i was gonna say why don't you just say ksi but I've, I've realized after searching it that he has a separate channel yeah it's jj yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah okay fair oh, clever i'll just make another youtube channel and I'll just call it dave dave big boy dd topper yeah, no, it's a, my middle name is Big Boy. <laughs> <laughs> my last name is Just Kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I stumbled upon something the other day. Um, you know, we mentioned in one of our previous episodes that there was like another Ghostbusters coming out. Yeah. In uh, a movie. Sure. Um. <laughs> so I found that they did another trailer. They did like a teaser, didn't they? They did like a, a, a scene trailer where it was just, at the beginning of it was a scene and then the rest of it was the original trailer. So I recognised it quite easily. But the, tra the bloody scene, I've dubbed it in my notes as Ghostbusters Marshmallow Guy Happy Suicide. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what it is. Happy so suicide. It is a scene from the new Ghostbusters movie, where you know, um, what's his name? The big marshmallow guy. I can't yeah. remember his name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, there's like hundreds... Like Puff, something like that. I didn't want to say Puff Daddy, but here we are. Um, <laughs> Puff Daddy? <laughs> but, um, it's a scene where there's like hundreds of, one, of these little ones in a kitchen. I see it. All like jumping around and getting like they're like jumping in pots and pans and stuff and like melting to death and shit. Like some of them are just like getting spoons and cutting the other ones up. And I'm like, I see one here where they're clearly I see one here where they're clearly being baked into a schmore. So that's interesting. Yeah, but they're all smiling when it's happening. 
Oh yeah, it looks horrifying. <laughs> They're all happy that I've been burnt alive. That's just a thumbnail, and that's already terrified me. I'm not. I'm not clicking that video. Yeah. It's quite impressive, yeah. if you ask me. But who knows? Maybe I'll watch it. But from that scene, I kind of feel like it's just going to be more so than anything. Is... Uh, a children's movie. Right. Like, uh, to be fair, the originals kind of were, but they were good at leaning on some of the horror. Like, the librarian scene is quite scary. Yeah. For its time. No, I, I do get what you're saying from that scene, though. Like, the um, like Big Puff, I'm going to call him. He's no longer <laughs> Big Puff. He's tiny, cute, adorable, kid-friendly Puff. And the fact that there's yeah. a bunch of them, it seems like they're trying to go for that minions appeal to yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> Ghostbusters minions. That's exactly what it is. It's merchandisable. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. How long do you reckon it's going to take before a company makes chocolate out of them? Like you just get little chocolate marshmallow dudes and they'll sell them. After the movie. Um, well, unless if that company still exists, unless it's them, they might be not able to do that. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I would say I wouldn't say children's movies. I would have said at least for the old ones, just straight up family movies. Just yeah, they'll they'll please everyone, but they'll be friendly enough to take the kids. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can get this that. Might be going for more the kid angle. I don't know. It's strange because it's called Afterlife. <laughs> it's got such a dark title. Yeah. <laughs> no, interesting. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, so another thing which um, I need to freaking remember what page of all this written on. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, so that was one thing which we brought up in an episode. We were just like, oh, is there any more trailers for that? And I found one. Um, another one was, um, Jay, you remember I mentioned to you about um, the Black Widow movie? Yeah. Um, literally the day later, I found a Black <laughs> Widow trailer, which was uploaded for like five hours ago. Yeah. I've have you not, have not heard about this? Yeah, the uh, d right after we talked about it, the trailer pretty much dropped, mm. and that was super oh, yeah. convenient. And then, like two hours later, the Loki trailer dropped. Yeah, interesting. It's so uh, it's got a lot of scenes in it, which I remember you mentioning, like the fight through a plane and that. Yes. Um, from what I can see of the Black Widow trailer, it's it looks like hyped up James Bond. Uh -huh. Right, that makes sense for what she is. Because she's an what agent. she was, at least, yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I, I could see in a James Bond movie right. a plane like breaking up out of the sky and him like falling, falling through part of it and grabbing someone to save them and then popping his parachute or something. But on this, they're literally fall like fighting each other on the wing of a plane which is spiraling out of control. And I'm like, this is some bayonetta shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> It's funny though, because I'm hovering over the, the video on YouTube and the preview is just all clips from Civil War. So <laughs> <laughs> none of it's to do with the trailer. And it's only two minutes. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's a short trailer. I don't think it's much different from what it was. Because um, as I watched it, I don't think anything really stood out to me. We already knew Taskmaster was in it. And he looks, he looks oddly like his Avengers video game like version. Oh, yeah. If you've ever, I I don't expect you to have played the um Square Enix Avengers game because it kind of tanked, but mm -hmm. um Taskmaster appears like right at the beginning of that and fights Black Widow, 
and it just reminds me of that like he's kind of armored kind of not yeah i was just skimming you through it now to see him um i'd never heard of taskmaster before the trailer so immediately seeing the trailer i was like is that clint no no it's not clint, no. <clears throat> i know it's not i know it's not now but i was like hold up <laughs> the guy, is he the one being played by the guy from stranger things i think i don't know he wears a mask for the entire trailer um, oh, it's not him then. It's like that's somebody else. Because there's definitely a picture here of him without a mask on. Okay. Unless you just wouldn't know it was him because it's a close-up of his face, right? So if you didn't see the rest of the suit. Now, there is someone from Stranger Things in the movie. Yeah, it's the cop guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know he's in it. I just didn't know if he was the Taskmaster or somebody else. From my understanding, the Taskmaster's entire like idea is he's... His power is he can adapt to pretty much any kind of... I don't think it's any kind of scenario, but if he fights something, he can adapt to find a way to kill it, and yeah. is also capable of copying it. So if you, wow. if you fight it using a specific martial arts, after a while, Taskmaster will figure out exactly how it works and can use it back on you and knows exactly how to exploit it. So the longer of... Super... Sorry, go on. What about superhuman abilities? He can't, he can't copy that. Um, okay, however, so he can't copy things like genuine transformations, like mm -hmm. Hulk power and stuff. Yeah. Um, and he can't copy stuff which, rec like, he can't copy like super strength, but he can copy the um idea of it. So, for example, Hawkeye is incredibly good with a bow and arrow. Um, I'm pretty sure the the law behind it is Taskmaster is bloody good at the bow and arrow because he fought Hawkeye. And learn how to shoot just as well as him. It's it's something like that. So, um, I think in the video game she deals, uh, Black Widow deals with Taskmaster by um becoming invisible. She activates optic camouflage and kicks his ass because he can't see her. He can't copy it. Oh, crazy! So I I don't know if I'll incorporate that, but it's a clever way of getting around it. Yeah, so it's interesting. I'm scared. Just skimming through that uh, trailer to see what there is. But yeah, it's. I noticed there's like a bunch of clips from Endgame as well. So it's like half mm. not even a trailer for the film. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. And, and I think it's a trailer which is a lot of um, like a recollection on her life and what leads her up to the point that she's at. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it's interesting. I, like, I want to know what point of life Taskmaster's at because... I've played Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and he's in it as a playable character, but he's in it in the state where he's copied Hawkeye, Captain America, and somebody else. Oh, Christ. Um, so he runs around with a bow and arrow, a sword, and a shield, and he can use the shield as if he's Captain America. He kicks your ass with a sword like he's some kind of samurai, and um, he can whip out a bow and just point blank it from miles away. That's mad. Damn. Yeah, like, he's a very interesting character but we'll see. It's like, you look at somebody who like Black Widow and you're just like, what is your superpower? It's like, she's just bloody good at what she does. Taskmaster's kind of the same thing, but it has more of a superpower about it, where it's just, yeah. he's bloody good at what he does because he leeches off of people. Yeah, it should be interesting. Um, what's that, next month now? It's pretty soon. It is pretty soon, yeah. Oh, it's next month. Yeah, I think it's May. Unless it got no pushed idea. back again. Because I looked at the uh, lineup for, because I checked out View Cinema recently. Because like, I'm kind of oh, what no. I wanted to see, 
like when is it not it's so it's been pushed back oh god damn it it's july that's oh, not too bad what has happened to that movie pandemic well sure but other <laughs> well i guess it is a movie isn't it it's not a tv series so yeah that changes yeah. a lot um you know even the even the tv series were meant to start in september Oh, yeah, okay. They push back a lot of things. I probably wouldn't have watched it if that happened. <laughs> I only recently decided to do it, like two months ago. I was like, yes, yeah, screw it, I'll watch these. Yeah. I could blame my work colleague for that because he wouldn't shut up about it and had no one to talk to about it. <laughs> Every single time it just came up to me like, Dave, have you watched WandaVision? No. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> do you care about spoilers? Well, I might watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way to stop him from talking to you. That's great. Oh, no, he just talks about other stuff and complains. So, well, you know. just talk, you'll just talk about... <laughs> you'll just talk about Elizabeth Olsen instead. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's amazing. So basically, uh, these thighs. <laughs> <laughs> that was what it was. He still thinks it's so much better than Falcon and the Winter yeah. Soldier all because oh. she's in it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's all he cares about. Well, uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, in fact, it's probably the good thing to move on to next, to be honest, given it, it's a good tangent. Well, mm. let's quickly just address the other trailer, which was the Loki trailer. Oh, did you oh, manage? Yeah. Did you manage to check out the Loki trailer? No, I, I like to stay away from these trailers sometimes, just to keep it, keep fresh. it fresh. I watched yeah. like the first trailer, like back when it, you know, was announced, because I just want to see what's <laughs> right. About. I try not to watch too much because I don't want to get a bunch of spoilers. Or... I can understand that. I mean, it it really helps that I don't really get the references. So what what you essentially get from me is a stupid man's take on what he sees. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, it's just all I can really say about it is it's not what you're expecting. Hmm. Um, I know the general gist. It's a very strange idea. For it's really weird. It's like something to do with him being well, not necessarily being a policeman but he's he's going so, around being a detective for a specific organization it's really weird it's like so oh, oh, controls time the time yeah. masters or some something absolutely so uh, the general gist is because he escaped in endgame um if anyone's you know if that's a spoiler for anyone then i'm sorry oh no <laughs> <laughs> but because he managed to escape due to time travel bullshit um the Time Variance Authority, I believe they're called, mm. uh, have captured him, and then they're, make it, they're making him work for them. That's all I know, really. Um, so he's going to be like jumping between different realities and shit, and it's going to be very interesting. It's the right character for it, I think, because he is a very jokey kind of guy, but he's very smart as well, so... I'm... It it almost sounds like this is going to be Doctor Who with Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to meet. I think he's going to meet alternate universe like Loki's as well. Like, um, maybe this is like about like a female Loki or something. In oh, what? Some stuff I was looking at. Okay. Um, and I, I know that in the first trailer there was like a, a bit where he's standing. It sort of zooms out from him, and it's it's. New York and the Avengers Tower is there, but everything is like destroyed, like it's apocalyptic. So it's like, ooh, where's he gone there? This, this should be interesting. Maybe it's like a universe where he won in the original Avengers oh, or something. Yeah. Quite possibly. Like, don't know. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that series. Way more than the even the first two. 
Yeah, I can agree on that. Um, but that's mostly just because I prefer Loki as a character. I think he's a very clever. You can do clever things with his character, basically. Yeah. Like the writers can have a lot of fun with him, whereas the others kind of have to really stick to a in-character theme, I guess. Whereas Loki, like his entire character, is he's a he's a jokester, he's a trickster. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention that because this is one that escaped early on, you know, just after the first Avengers. He, none of the character development that's kind of made him a better dude is, has happened anymore. Yeah. So he's yeah. going to be back to being a real <laughs> bastard. Base tricks for Loki. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the kind of guy that will betray you every season. <laughs> Why do we keep sure. forgiving him? I think there's actually a line in the trailer about how much um, he's known for just backstabbing. <laughs> so nobody yeah. trusts him. Yeah. yeah. Too right. He's fighting Thanos, you know. <laughs> he's oh, like, also... yeah, I could definitely kill Thanos with a backstab. For sure. <laughs> no, no, you can't. Owen Wilson. Oh, yeah. Interesting choice. Didn't expect to see him in Loki. Oh, yeah, it is Owen Wilson, isn't it? Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said when I first saw the trailer. Wow. Yeah. Like... Owen Wilson in Marvel. He's kind of like his instructor slash counselor in, in the situation, I guess. Yeah. That's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah I don't know yeah, what to think about funny. that. I reckon it'd be hilarious. And one of the top comments for I'm pretty sure both trailers is I'm waiting to see if he says wow in this series. He's he gotta better. hate that. Once an episode, man. <laughs> he's gotta hate that. It's in every single I saw it's in every movie he's in at one point. Do you reckon on set he says something about it? On set, at some point, he's just like, and then you say, wow, and look at the camera and smile. And he's like, really? It's not even relevant to the plot right now. <laughs> I reckon so, yeah. He's, he's, at the end he of the episode, every episode. He just says, wow. <laughs> just says, wow. <laughs> Loki accidentally kills a major, like, impactful character. He just walks up to the screen and goes, Wow. <laughs> Seven page yeah. script, one word on each. <laughs> well, he does it, he did it to himself by saying wow in a strange way a lot. In sure, sure, it's, it's his fault, fault. sure. <laughs> if this isn't a Jim Carrey oh. situation, where it's just that he's mad, so that's what he basically became for the rest of his life. He literally said a three letter word. Yeah. Yeah, but it's how That's he fine. said it. It's how he said it. Wow. Night in the Wow Museum. <laughs> he was in that as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was a bloody cowboy. <laughs> Tiny cowboy with a lot of wows. Did, did, does he like make a guest appearance in Zoolander 2 or something? You know, he's, he's a main character in Zoolander yeah, in general. He is? Yeah. Okay. I, for some reason, yeah. I felt like I've seen him in it. No, he's yeah. like Ben Stiller's like rival. Mm. Nice looking boy, whatever the fuck it was. Fashion man. I haven't seen it in Mail so model. long. <laughs> fashion man. <laughs> fashion nice man. Looking boy. Fashion, <laughs> fashion bloke. Good lad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only one I could ever remember is Will Ferrell, just because he's mad in those movies. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mugatu, I think his name is. Yeah. Well, they, were, they were E boys, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> is that what they all are? That's Zoolander 3, I'm sorry. Spoiled the plot. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Okay, I need. To... <laughs> it doesn't exist. 
I haven't seen the Zoolander movies. I've only seen the first one. How dare you trick me, Jay? Uh, fucking with you. Apparently, the second one was bad. The first one's an amazing film. But yeah, I need to no watch third one. one. I know yeah. it's going to be terrible, but, but I know I'm in But now I want a third one where they're freaking e boys and they've all got an OnlyFans page. <laughs> <laughs> Will Ferrell is amazing in Zoolander. Yeah. No, no. I find Will Ferrell is a very hit and miss kind of actor at times, just because it's trying to walk that thin line of just is he being funny or is he being a bit much and it comes across as cringy. Annoying and over the top, yeah. Yeah, I think it works for the. It very much works for the character that's in Zoolander that he plays. Um, oh yeah. Also, it, it's the film that is this. Is this a museum for ants? Comes from and you haven't seen it. Yeah, I know the quote. I love it. What is this <laughs> museum for ants? <laughs> the thing is, it's like I love that like era of movies as well because Austin Powers like trilogy is freaking incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I laugh so much when I watch those movies, and I, I kind of like bundled them in a similar, like time period, I guess, just because I feel like that's what comedy movies sort of were at that time. It was your, yeah, your late nineties into your early two thousands were doing the like Jim Carrey, Mike Myers, Ben Stiller, yeah. um, and all of the others. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's yeah. Yeah, it's a good bunch of the early SNL comedians that got their own films, yeah. And look what happened to most of them. (laughs) Don't do them like that. Most of them. Honestly, most of them have got something going on that makes people be like, yeah, these are are weird, dodgy people. (laughs) Yeah. I love Jim Carrey. I think his type of humour is very funny. But a lot of people think he's really dodgy because um he's got Twitter feeds full of like artwork of Donald Trump and how much he hates him. That's just he's a quirk he's just a quirky old man though. That's yeah. what he is. However, Jim Carrey is still reprising his role for Dr. Eggman in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I cannot exactly. wait for that. I'm not, I'm I can't not have any idea. problem with him. Um have you guys seen any of the updates with that movie? No. Do you want me to tell you? Because there's some I interesting know, news. I know Knuckles is coming into it. I know it's it's about Sonic and Tails. Yeah, so Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles are all in this one. Knuckles has had a slight redesign where he looks kind of like a cross between his Sonic Boom version Wait, and Sonic nah. 2. I need so to see this. he is taller than the other two when in like Sonic Adventure he wasn't. And he's got chunky arms. He doesn't have thin arms. No, no. But like, he doesn't look stupid. He doesn't look like Sonic Boom dumbass levels. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look that bad. People actually think like they're quite happy with his design. Um, right. They have had to take a couple of liberties, of course, because there are some things which don't work. Like, um, Doctor Eggman's like red color scheme is very hard to pull off. Um, in certain scenes. So they've had to go with a black colour scheme like he had in the first movie. Right. Um, so Jim Carrey is bald and has a big moustache in this movie. Yeah. That has yeah, been yeah. confirmed. Um, but he wears a big black trench coat and kind of walks with a beer belly <laughs> to make himself oh, wait, look what? fat. 
So he has. They haven't given him the fit. I swear he had the outfit by the end of the movie. They yeah, do. At the end of the movie, they had a close up of the face, and you got the goggles and the mustache and the bald head. Oh, he didn't have the um, outfit. That's really all you can. You can see the top of the outfit, but then they could probably change that quite easily if they needed to. Yeah, well, no, like... it zoomed out. Um, it zoomed out and like showed a overarching shot. Oh, okay. There might so be a part where he is wearing his red jumpsuit, but I think they change it just because for the theme of Eggman and these movies, that's sort of just how it is. Nah, man, I really want him to have the uh, the fake belly, the classic suit, the crazy t- like exactly how he looked in the end. Um, but yeah, with the full suit. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm fine with a slightly toned down. Like no, I aesthetic, <laughs> he, he has to literally got... be a ball with legs. <laughs> as long as he's got the bald head and the mustache, I'm I'm happy. He looks yeah. fine, yeah. and he gets to be Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eggman is mad. He's got a lot of logic to what he does, but I think Jim Carrey like aced the role. It's not a one. It's not like a one-to-one perfect recreation of who Eggman is, but for what they were trying to get across. I like Jim Carrey's type of humour, and it fits the character really well. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure. not sure if I'm looking at the right image, but Knuckles looks okay. His arms don't look too... He looks fine, unless I'm seeing the wrong image. Uh, it should be like um, stand-in statuettes of the three of them standing in the middle of a road. Oh. Hmm. Oh. I mean, it, it looks alright. He, he looks unusually, like, large. Yeah. He looks bigger than both of Sonic and Top, which ain't right. Correct. Well, it, it's kind of how it makes sense for him to be. Because if he's the guy which can, like, punch through the floor to make holes yeah. and stuff, it makes sense that he can do that. I just yeah. think the bit which might be a bit weird is the fact that he can bloody glide. <laughs> like, where, where's the, the logic Lego... there? He's got the Lego feet. <laughs> yes, he does. He's got the correct boots. Yay! Yeah. I can't remember if it's got green rings around his ankles or yellow ones. Um, it's yellow. Because green is what it's meant to be. Um, yellow is a broken sprite for some, from um, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles, but some people oh. believe that yellow is um, canon, um, because oh, some okay. people played through the entire game with the glitch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so both yellow and green are considered canon. Oh no! Just, just get rid of Jim Carrey, Alfred for Robotnik. I think Alfred. Alfred. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. It's the guy from the. It's the guy from the fandoms. Oh him, yeah. <laughs> I pissed on the moon, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't expect any of our listeners to know what the hell that is. Oh, no, but it's please. good. I love a god. Snap cube. The fandubs are amazing. Snapcube, Sonic Adventure 2, Dark Story fandub is a work of art. It's so freaking <laughs> stupid. And Dr. Eggman doesn't deserve half of what happens to him. <laughs> no, especially when they cucked his wife. They can't believe they keep doing that. Yeah, like four different characters did. <laughs> I'm gonna go piss on your wife, Eggman. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, ne- you'll never figure out my 70 alternative accounts. Oh, do you mean egg fucker one, egg fucker two? <laughs> <laughs> Maria. <laughs> Honestly, it's a, it's, a, it's a work of art. It is. For sure. Anyway. 
trying to steer us away from the Sonic fandom. <laughs> well, yeah, we are 40 minutes into this already. Oh, I think we in. should move on. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, Falcon Winter, the, you know, I can't, I can't mix it up that much more. <laughs> the, cold, no, no. the cold bird and the man with a gun. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to anymore because we can now call it Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Ah. Uh, do you guys think that's actually going to be the, um, are they making a movie? For it, or so so yes, yes, they are. That's gonna be Captain they're, America Four. They're just they're just making Captain America Four straight up. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, I've not seen think, the first two. You need to <laughs> think, watch them. Then. I think Bucky's gonna be in it. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So just feign ignorance and say, "Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is Bucky? Yeah. <laughs> what is this show I just watched?" <laughs> yeah. I just saw a meme of that earlier because, like, it's like. Bucky's uh, in- interviewing for a part of Captain America. They're like, well, actually, I think you'd be better as Bucky. And he's like, who the hell is Bucky? They're like, perfect, because that's literally what he says in the first film. <laughs> in the Winter Soldier moment. Ah, yes. So. You have the role. You're basically <laughs> doing it already. Exactly. So, we've got two episodes to catch up on, because uh, it's been a while. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. Um, can't remember much of episode 5, I'm not going to lie. So I can quickly well, summarise it, unless you've already got it, Jay. Luckily I have notes. Oh, hey, someone so wrote something. He wrote it notes down. Notes that have existed for like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Go on in, buddy. You can All take right. the floor. Exactly. So we open the episode straight into like the end of the previous one. So just after um, John Walker's crushed a guy's head with a shield. Yeah. Yes. Um, and they're just straight up fighting with uh, with Bucky and and Cap. Well, not not Cap, but you know Falcon at the time. Yeah, they catch up with him in the warehouse and have like a very small talk, which very quickly turns into a fight. There is some beautiful framing in that. To be honest, That's there, good... oh, there yeah. is one yeah, bit yeah. where the light beams are coming in through a hole, like an open window. And you just see him, like, John Walker just squatting in the corner with a shield, like, in his hands, and I'm just like, I get how that guy's feeling right now just from this one shot. Yeah. The, the way they start it, actually, it's not straight into the fight, it's sort of him running away, like, yeah. after doing it, and he, he deals with it pretty badly. It's, it's like, he just sort of gets real fucking angry for a sec, and then as soon as he sees Bucky and Falcon, he, he's just like, Okay, we're gonna move on. Like, 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 nothing ever happened. And they're like, dude, it's <laughs> not, it's not good. What you just did is fucked up. Mm. So, yeah, and they fuck him up, oh, big yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, they break his bloody arm. Yeah, like that, that required a lot of force. I know he had like a, a jet engine on his back as he's trying to do it, but still, yeah, it's a bit much. <laughs> It was a bit of a funky fight from a like visual standpoint because there are a lot of moments where you can kind of see the budget for Falcon being put on display. Um, it's very clear that he's on strings in some of his jumps. Um, you would expect the engine that he's got on his back to make him fly a little quicker when he jumps at people. Um, so right. it, it looks a little silly at times. That's just something which I pick up on. I don't expect other people to pick up on it, but trying to do a, an aerial, like, a kind of character 
on strings and make it look realistic it's, it's is very difficult to do. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic because you've got you've got two characters who are super soldiers and then just Falcon, like who's gonna kind of stay out the way as much as possible and then just come in and hit them when when he can. Because mm. otherwise he'll get completely fucked up by one of them. Yeah. Well, not by one of them, but obviously John Walker. But um, so he. But I love every time he just uses his jetpack to ram someone's head into something or something along those lines. It's a really cool move. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have the strength to actually smash someone's head in, you use the freaking afterburner strapped to your ass to give yourself that extra torque. <laughs> the power of propulsion. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that fight kind of ends after his arm is broken and he goes absolutely fucking insane and rips Falcon's wings off. That was crazy to me. Yeah, while like screaming at him, I'm Captain America and yeah. stuff. He's, oh, he's nuts. He's de-winged me. What the hell, man? Yeah, it's, it's a very like culling of the angel kind of look. Um, usually not done when the guy with wings is laying on his back. It's just a bit. Yeah. It's a really weird to frame. Like usually, if you're gonna rip some angel's wings off, it's usually because they're laying on their front and the wings are vulnerable. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah well, hey. they're trying to fly off, and you sort of grab them as they're flying off and just rip the wings off. Probably be a. Yeah, I think the logic behind it was probably if he had his back like facing upwards, he could just press a button that fold in. Whereas if he's laying on them, if he did that, it like risks hurting himself or something mm. but it's not exactly something they're ever going to address it just there's just a couple of things about the way falcon fights in that scene and the way that he like interacts with people that i'm just a bit like you could literally spin on the spot and just smack people to shit with these huge wings and what the hell are they going to do <laughs> <laughs> but you don't you jump at them in really weird ways and still manage to get your wings ripped off <laughs> mm. i probably don't want to break the wings at the time to be honest his new ones will probably be better. Well, apparently they're replaceable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, with enough effort. Um, so, yeah, that, that sort of ends and, you know, he gives those he gives those broken wings to his, his mate from the first episode, which we've never seen since, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's obviously setting up him becoming a falcon, probably, now. Possibly, yeah. I didn't, a good point. didn't consider that. Because he's got the equipment to fix it and stuff. Because he's no longer the Falcon. Is this what this bloody universe is? It's just people hand me downing <laughs> like bits and pieces to people, yep. and then they just take up the mantle. I mean, that is that is what it ends up becoming a lot in the comics. Is what is why like, oh yeah, that person becomes Captain America. That person becomes Iron Man at some point. It's like yeah, because they just hand down their shit to somebody. So, I mean, that's all John Walker was. He, yeah. he had the shield handed down to him, so he became a new wow. Captain America. It just seems to be like, handed down by the government. But, um... Handed down in a word. <laughs> Stolen is more of an apt word, I think. Yeah. What occurs after that? Because I honestly don't remember. So, so, yeah, so then it will be that, you know, they've got him in like a hearing and that they're, they're telling him, now nah, you're not allowed to be Captain America anymore and stuff. He just leaves. Um, yeah, they're stripping him of the of the right. He doesn't like it. He's like trying to defend himself, and they're like, "No, fuck you." He doesn't even listen um, to the whole thing. He just walks out halfway through, looking pissed as hell. Yeah, yeah. He he really does not want to go go about a fight. Mm. He's he's super pissed. And then we get the introduction of a new character. Who I'm just like, what the fuck did she come from? I don't you remember who that was. Oh, you mean the lady? 
freaking yeah. Z or something. I don't remember her name. She had like a really long name with a bunch of different titles. Um, like, but it's essentially, I think Madam Hydra is what she's meant to be. I wouldn't know. I don't remember. She, she's the like tall lady with black hair that kind of just sits between John Walker and his um girlfriend oh, yeah. and like yeah, yeah. kind of like enlists him into something. Yeah, I was absolutely baffled like until the end of that scene. I was like, uh yeah. yeah. She's like telling him like he's done everything right and stuff. It's just because mm. they it's just because the public saw you do it, they had they couldn't keep you on and stuff. And yeah, it's a bit sketch. Yeah, villain vibes. Absolute villain vibes. For sure. So yeah, villain vibes and I know for a fact she's meant to be Madame Hydra, so that yeah, that's villain vibes for a start. Um, cool. We don't want Hydra shit coming back. Yeah, please God, no. no. <laughs> but she's only got one head. That was the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> okay, I'm she's sorry. She's not a Hydra herself. <laughs> Her name is Madam Hydra. Maybe she's got tails. Um, that's dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because, like, if if this was like two weeks ago when the episode happened, I'd have more of like a oh yeah, this clearly happened next. But I'm like looking at the notes and I'm like, really? Do we just go straight to that? But it's because I have no context for what's between them. Mm. Um, um, that the next bit was actually apparently Bucky going to try and well going to speak to Zemo, um, next to the statue thing. Oh yeah, yeah yeah, I recall. Oh, is that um, is that when he pops the gun out? Yes. And goes to shoot him, but doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, you, you've you killed people all your life as the Winter Soldier stuff. You'll kill me as well. And he's like, no, I refuse to. And just drops the bullets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then gives them to the Wakandans. Yeah. Um, no, like, this, this, up, this episode is very much a, like, a build-up sort of episode because I remember um a lot of the comments were that the action in this episode is really front ended. Then once that's over, it's just a lot of scenes of character development, which yeah. is good um to a degree, but i also believe it was one of the longest episodes. Um because there was just a lot going on. Um yeah, in reg- the There's a word me. for it, I think. Sorry, almost about to sneeze in. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a word for it. So it's like it's the there's a climax in like the episode of end of episode four to the beginning of episode five. Uh-huh. Then there's the final climax just after it in the final episode. It's there's there's a word for like this this secondary climax that happens slightly smaller just before the end of a story. I just can't remember what it's called. I know what you're referring to, yeah. I can't think of it the either. Ultimax. <laughs> it's some, <laughs> the it's plus some ultra. Latin or French thing or something like that. Um, oh, if it's French, then it's clearly the panel croissant. Yeah. There's a word for it. I heard it the other day, but fuck it. I can't even work out how to Google that, so... Um... So yeah, they have a whole that whole climax, and then most of this episode is just setting up the final mm. episode, really. Um, but the final it, episode, yeah, is absolutely fantastic. Let me just say, oh, it's good. 
Yeah. Absolutely um, great. What I was going to say about the Zemo thing is it's interesting to me they gave Zemo to the Wakandans and they took him to the raft. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand that either. He's clearly Why that would... dangerous. <laughs> like, wasn't the whole point they wanted to take him in? They just yeah, sent him to Wakanda. the place they send everyone else. Yeah. That does the shit. <laughs> Maybe they did, um, I don't know. They had like some sort of segment with him that was just off screen and it was so bad, we weren't able to see it. <laughs> yeah. No, I guess so. Because um, the raft is, yeah, it's the big security prison right in the middle of the sea. It's mm-hmm. pretty impossible to get out of. Um, but I know what this is set up for, for sure. Because Thunderbolt Ross runs this place. Um, if you remember who that is. Nope. It rings a bell, but I don't... I don't recall. Who is he? So he was the guy, you know, in Civil War when they have the whole uh, Sokovian Accords meeting. Yeah. He's the one that's running the meeting and telling them uh, that they need to come over and stuff. Ah. Uh, He's also in the Hulk. He's the one who... Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, does a bunch of stuff. Um, but he, yeah, he owns the raft. Um, and the whole thing in the comics is that he, anyone that goes on the raft is he'll make a team out of them, and it's basically Marvel Suicide Squad. Yeah. Right, that makes sense. So I've noticed they sent him there. They also sent some other people there, I think later in the series, I can't remember. And it's like, yeah, they're clearly trying to I thought they said they said they were going to send the flag specialist to the raft before they got blown up. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> we what? are jumping ahead, what? but yeah, why? That, that was uh... <laughs> it's because um, it was one. It was actually done by the one of the flag smashers. Hmm. It was like one people, one world, or something like that. And then they well, well. they get like twenty feet and just explode. No, they they that wasn't the flag smashers. Oh, it wasn't. No, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that part in the episode. Wait, hold but... up. What did I miss? <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> we're right. trying to go a bit more like chronologically with this. We'll, oh, go, we'll get to that. I'm mistaken. Uh, so, yeah, the, the Dormars just sort of tell him, no, don't come back to Wakanda for a while. We don't like you at the moment, basically. Which we don't like, like Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I don't think he was planning to... Um, and then Bucky just goes and helps out Falcon with his family issues. So that's basically yeah. the rest of the episode. That was a nice, that was a nice segment. Um, sorting out the boat and whatnot. Yeah, what a bro. Oh. Yeah, that bro love. Yeah, yeah like it's not like he couldn't do anything about Bucky. It's like all these things that we needed, like heavy lifting or bending, and he was just like, yeah, <laughs> let me use my arm. Yeah, yeah, it's quite comedic seeing him do all that strongman stuff. The scenes of um, Sam learning how to wield the shield is quite cool to watch. Oh yeah, um, that's a cool sentence. I like that. Wield the shield. Wield the shield. <laughs> shield wield. It's, it's an interesting segment just because it almost looks like one of those freaking... I don't want to say 80s, but it might be 80s. Freaking like Rocky style movies where there should have been a music montage. Mm. Was there not? Uh, it, it no. was more like backing track. So yeah, there was probably just a simple backing track, but what I'm yeah. talking about is when you get those like proper like poppy songs to play over the top of it. Exactly. <laughs> like he was clearly doing a Rocky style montage when he was like yeah. trying to learn how to throw it and then flipping down the path and that. Mm. But um, 
I think it just had standard sort of soundtracky stuff in the back, yeah. But... There's a movie, I think it's Footloose, where there's this guy which like is rage dancing in the woods and there's a song that plays when he does it. <laughs> and that's like a montage of this just guy like dancing his emotions out. And I got that song in my head whenever I think about Sam flipping over now, because I'm just like, ah, I've seen that memed and it's funny to me. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. It's it's very good. I like the fact that Sam's counseling sort of like training, I suppose, works on Bucky. Kind of tells him to stop going around and trying to get like the people that Well, I'm not hundred percent certain I don't know exactly how that plays out like he changes how he's dealing with his list because of what sam said yes so it's like before he was just going and like telling them and stuff and it was more for his own benefit whereas he was he was told from what he was told by uh from sam he was like you need to actually like help them get over it I yeah take amends yeah it's, it's for them they they need to be the one who's who's getting something from this not you they need the closure. Yeah. Uh, which then obviously forces him to go and tell the old guy. Eventually. Which was heartbreaking. It's just like, why? Yeah. yeah, I thought it was going to be longer, to be honest. It didn't need um, to be. It, I know it didn't need to be. We just the, got fact that was, the fact that it was... I know, but I was waiting for that. I was like, here we go. Cringe. Yeah. <laughs> but no. It was, but it, I think just saying I had no choice is probably his good yeah. as we need to see yeah you get a gist of how the conversation would have played out just mm. from the bits which they left in which is just clever it's clever directing really just mm. keeping in the bits which need to be there taking out the bits which don't need to be there and then letting your imagination fill in the blanks mm. yeah it, it, just showing him leaving with the facial expression yeah, with the, with the is facial just... expressions and the door being closed ever so slowly that um huge signifier for how that went yeah he he kind of just wanted to leave as if he'd never arrived. Yeah, but I, like, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to speak to him again or the person at the bar again. This is done. This is. And he looked through the window and was just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Um, I was going to say like when it went so he, so that whole thing happens. He arrives. He helps out with the boat. But when he mm. arrives there, he hands him a loot box. Just, you know, have a loot box and then he just doesn't touch the loot box. Do you know I was kinda of confused as to why he called it a loot box and then I remembered what it was. It, it was kinda looks it kinda looks like a loot box. It come on. Yeah, the, hand, um, <laughs> it's the Wakandan it? crate. Ooh. It's a, it's the Wakandan crate that's got the Captain America outfit oh, in yeah, it. Yeah, literally it literally looks like a loot box. It j- it's... It's like, what could it be? Holy <laughs> shit. Is he gonna open it on the pier here and he goes, Is it gonna be a tracer skin? Like <laughs> 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 Is it going to be legendary? <laughs> oh shit, it was legendary. It's like, oh, right. Oh, that's great. Oh no, get my favourite one out there from Hearthstone. Ah, oh, Golden Common. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's great and shit at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't touch it because he's waiting until he's like decided what he's going to do. He just yeah. kind of just leaves it until the end of the episode. Yeah, um, so... On that note, yeah. I just wanted to mention, so the like next episode obviously opens with the entire plan occurring. Um, the transition between Sam opening the crate and then just showing up in the suit, it feels a little... It's not like a grand entrance in any way. Not Is really. It? No. He smashes through a window and throwing the shield through it first and stuff. So yeah. it, it, cool. it's something which I just kind of feel like 
the arrival of Steve Rogers always felt like it came with fanfare. Like, when, when he showed up to save the day, you knew he was here to save the day in all capital letters. Whereas when Falcon shows up, he kind of just... The previous episode ends with him opening it and you don't know what's inside there. And then the next episode begins with him just flying through the window and now I'm Captain America. And it's like, oh, I feel like yeah. there's, just, there's a little bit more, like... It feels like there should have been just one extra scene of him, like, putting it on and looking in the mm. mirror or something. And just like, I suppose it's not as big a reveal if they do that. It's more of a big reveal if you just show him. Yeah, it was just a- appearing more with the costume. He's like yeah. just in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what I'm trying to get at is it feels like they put so much effort into just showing off the reveal than actually going through his head on like what he feels putting this on for the first time because you don't see that. He just shows up yeah. and is already comfortable. You don't, you don't you don't see I think I feel the reason for that, because I could have done that and it could have worked out well. The reason for that is because he's speculated on the whole um idea of him being Captain America throughout the show. He has like he has, but it only really comes to a head. I don't know why I've got a close peg in my hands. Let me put that down. <laughs> it only really comes to a head afterwards. When I he's talking to Isaiah and all that. Yeah, mm. I, I think it's possible that, you know, they've already... It's probably unnecessary, right? Because they already kind of had that moment in the previous episode where he's like, it feels weird holding the shield and yeah. having yeah, that yeah. conversation about it. Um, I feel like that's kind of the way they did that. Um, and at the point that he... By the time he'd opened the box, he'd already, already decided what he was going to do. So, like, I don't think there was going to be any strange feelings after that. Yeah. I, thought he, hence, I think he was more the there. And just showing him in it. Yeah, I get that. I think, it, well, for me, it was more just because I never confirmed what was in the box. It was just a little jarring when he shows up wearing it. And I'm just like, oh, that must have been in the box then. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the, that is the whole point. I'm guessing it's because they Marvel would have assumed, like, oh, if we don't show what's in the box, there's going to be mad speculation. And then, boom, he shows up and everyone's like, ah! I'm going to be honest with you guys, every, everybody that I saw talking about it knew what it was as soon as he was given the box. So I don't think there was I any, did, I like... didn't know, but when he opened it up, I knew. When he opened it up, I knew, without having to see it. I, when he th- was handed the box, I was like, what the fuck is this? And I thought, the box. thing is, <laughs> like, I won't lie, I didn't. I thought it was a new pair of wings. Yeah. I just thought it was a new, brand new set of wings. And so True. I didn't realise that it was actually Captain America connotations yeah, until valid. he showed up. So I, it, it just I seemed a bit strange think to me. Was gonna be wings. I thought there was going to be no wings. Weirdly. Yeah, same. When I, when I saw the wings, I was like, "He's fused." Yeah. So they gave him new wings you as well. Can? It's all like I thought as soon as they broke the wings and they got rid of those, I was like, "Oh, he's shedding the wings now." That's done now. Yeah. He's just going to be a, like a normal Captain America sort of thing. But, but no, they just added that as an additional tool, so he's even more awesome as Captain. America. Yeah. Don't the wings really make? the like character so much more interesting as well because yeah. there's that bit where like a helicopter freaking lands on him and he bunkers up he puts uh-huh, the shield yeah. above his head and wraps himself yeah. in the wings and the helicopter bounces off of him and i'm like right yeah, he i pops like himself this up. Yeah. he pops himself up with the ends of the wings and then like yeah. holds it back it's yes great. some one of the freaking flag smashers just punches the shield and instead of flying backwards he stabs his um, wings into the ground and gives himself leverage and i'm like this is a really cool fighting style like yeah it's not just yeah. captain america punch kick throw it's now i've it's... got more arms than you <laughs> it's hard 
it's hard to think how the original Captain America um, survived without being able to do like a a, a jetpack boosted like bash with the shield. Like oh, just, that's yeah. cool as well. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna like him. Yeah, I like the I like the whole costume. It's, it's really Ooh. it's both really accurate to the original and looks badass. Yes, yes, I agree wholeheartedly. The um was it in the reveal where he's chasing down the helicopter because he's trying to save the people in the helicopter, right? Was that part of the reveal with the suit? Not exactly. So exactly he fl- later down the line. he flies into the building, fights the bloke yeah, which yeah. got let out of prison, um, and just kind of just gives up with that fight. That fight doesn't really resolve at all. He's just like, okay, I've got better things to do, and just leaves. And just yeah, like, because right. there's a bunch of stuff <laughs> happening at the same time. So he's like, I've dealt with this partially. Yeah, but it, it is yeah, kind got, of he just arrives, knocks him out of the way, and then like there's a guy who asks him who he is, and he says he's Captain America, and he just yeah. walks off. So like he done that. Like, I, there was no he's got a goal. Like, I'm Captain America, bitch. Yeah, I love, I love that. That was great. Just like yeah, I'm Captain America. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of funny how that bloke which got out of prison sort of just doesn't really end up being much. Like he talking about bat? Is it bat truck? I, I don't remember. It's like a couple of letters was his name or something. It's the one which wanted to kill Falcon. Yeah, I think it's Batroc. But he turns up, fights Falcon, Falcon leaves when he's told to, um, and then when he shows up later, immediately gets shot and just dies. And it's like, oh, yeah. alright. <laughs> I guess this guy was a threat. <laughs> like, he can't fight the Falcon and get shot. Like, alright, mate. <laughs> Fair enough. I guess bringing you out of prison was really worth it, wasn't it? It was a weak subline. Like, subplot line. But, um, yeah, the entire, like, so after that, he flies after the helicopter and does mm. that whole segment, that incredibly believable segment of countdown nah, and grab dude. the bloody controls. <laughs> absolutely yeah. sick, though. It was really cool. Like, the way he cool. came through that helicopter, I rewound it, like, uh, three yeah. times, I'm pretty sure. I love the move like, where he just flies straight through the cockpit. That's great. Because he throws the shield first to crack the window and then just goes through. <laughs> Please tell me how that helicopter crashes into another helicopter and only one of them goes out of orbit and smashes into the ground. I don't remember that. Um, There's this other helicopter which flies up with two guys in it and they crash into each other. But the one with all the people in it keeps going and the civilian, not civilian one, it's like a police one or something, spirals out of control and goes towards the water and Falcon has to double back to go get the two guys out of it. That's, okay. that's when he yeah. lands on the bridge and then that chopper lands on him and he bunkers up to stop it. Because everyone like yeah. gets out of their cars on the bridge and they're just like, hey, good job, Falcon America man, Captain Falcon. And he flies off and I'm just sitting there watching this like, was that entire segment just to freaking suck the dick of Captain America or something? Because it yeah, just, feel- why did they all get out of the fucking car? A helicopter just landed on, like, almost landed on the bridge, and you were getting out of the car and clapping. I'll be fucking running out of there. Yeah. So we're on episode six already, but, like, just to preface this, like, the end of the last episode, they, all the GRC guys get locked in the thing and all the lights turn red because it's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not (laughs) sure why they have the ability to turn red, but they do. RGB. Don't, don't you love freaking stereotypical hackers? I could not yeah. help but laugh. Just why is it that the room can go red just randomly, like you say? Why do the screens just glitch out? 
They just glitch yeah. out in a really lame way. Like, where's the dead sec logo? <laughs> <laughs> From... Yeah, exactly. It's just. It always happens. It it's always like, happens. Well, that's a cool animation hack. you made for your glitch. <laughs> totally. Admit. Yeah, we're just playing a WMV of like three second loop over and over. <laughs> like, I can't get control of my yeah. computer. It was like it was like at the the game awards where the cyberpunk thing like hacks in. Oh yeah. At the end yeah, of yeah. it, and they're like, "Oh, we're getting hacked." It's just like it's just a trailer. But yeah, it's. Sorry. Yeah, but Joker for um Smash did exactly the same thing at the Game Awards, where all the lights turned off, and then um the screen got h hacked per se by the Phantom Thieves. It's just typical. It's yeah. funny. It's what it's what you expect. So obviously we with this one we start off with Cap appearing. We've already talked about that. Um, Bucky comes in. He just walks in. Um, I just love how they call him Sergeant Barnes. When he comes in, it's like yes, yeah, they do. He's, uh, he's 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 been let go now, and he's actually like <laughs> really important, apparently. Um, I awesome. I uh, think the thing is, this is going to be a recurring theme. I'm going to challenge this episode quite a bit, and I hope you don't mind. Um, why was Bucky so crap in this episode? <laughs> was he? Oh, why was Bucky? Me? Why was Bucky nerfed, and why was he a moron? What what about him was nerfed? So why is it that in such a like big terrorist attack, he stands there on the phone? He just stands there on the phone and doesn't do what he's told to do. And Carly's literally just like, "All right, well, thanks for the chat. You, you've wa I've wasted enough of your time." And they all escape. And he's like, "Oh yeah, why am I doing this?" And it's just like, "But Bucky, for fuck, <laughs> why he's are important. you?" He's very important. A bit later on, okay. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> It's just funny to me. It's just, why, why are you that dumb to let the leader of the enemies waste your time so they can escape? <laughs> well, to be honest, if he hadn't listened to the call, he wouldn't have got kind of what they would, the gist of what they were trying to do. I mean, you can, like, some people can be on the phone and walk at the same time. <laughs> like, he stands there in the lobby on the phone. It's like, Bucky, this is dumb. You know this is urgent. Please move. Fair, fair. Yeah, I'd have to watch it again point. to see if like he's clearly like getting in the way or clearly not not doing something he should have done. But it's kinda of like, did he really have any idea of where he was meant to walk to anyway? It's kind of it's, it's um him and Sarah are and um Walker are all given like targets to go chase and he just doesn't chase his. Hmm. Okay. He okay. just walks into the lobby, stands there on the phone <laughs> and yeah. just like Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That, that's why uh, he runs and grabs the motorbike because he has to catch yeah, up with them. Even. That's cool though. The mo the shit he does with the mm. motorbike is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, the Sharon arrives as well, which you've noticed. I think you called her Sarah, but Sharon arrives. Oop, my bad. <laughs> so I was like, is that Sharon? <laughs> yeah, I think it was Sharon. <laughs> she has a like Sarah Connor. Eight... <laughs> <laughs> he has um. He has a face thing on. So she, she has a face thing on, sorry, so so she looks like a different person when she walks in. That's like, cool. Ah! She just pulls a cloth off her face. It has been used before. Yeah, I can't remember what, what it was used in before. But I, I can't remember exactly which film it is. It, might have, it wasn't Civil War. It was probably Winter Soldier. It feels like Loki's been able to do it as a power. Well, no, yeah, he, he has. He, he, He's he, done he it. He disguises yeah. himself, for sure. He turns himself into um, Odin at one point, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's one point where he's trying to taunt... Um, and he's like turning into Captain America and stuff. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that's um, pretty funny. <laughs> you, I've you probably not seen that one because it's the second four film and it sucks. 
Um, I, I feel I've, I've watched a compilation of Loki moments, and I'm pretty sure that came up. <laughs> oh, no, are they walking along? Aren't they? And he just yeah. keeps changing into people yeah. and talking to them. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, that's great. It's like, oh yes, uh, Stars and Stripes. You like him better than me. <laughs> just trying to like um, persuade him to do things, but also taking the piss out of him while he does it. It's pretty cool. Um. But no, I think I think Black Widow's used that exact technology before. It's like a shield thing where they like mm. yeah. she she like infiltrated some sort of meeting with the shield higher ups and then she pulls it off and she shoots one of them. Like, yeah, she yeah, it was her. It was um Romanov. Yeah. So that's a thing. Yeah, they quick, used it again. Uh, quick side note. Thor two was mediocre. Thor one yes. dog shit. I no, I like I like Thor. <laughs> You like Thor uh, one? No, no. I, 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 I know a lot of people say they didn't like it. I thought Thor two, Thor two is far worse than Thor one. I'll at least say really? that. Really? Yes. Okay. By okay. Far. Maybe let me let me let me get a little bit more in depth. All right. Thor <laughs> two storyline dog shit, yeah. but the design choices went up. Um. Thor one's design, like visually, Thor looks like nah, no. Excuse look, me. Look, I don't. It makes sense for it. It looks like he doesn't have eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he four looks weird. Four definitely looks yeah. weird himself. Uh, I funny. don't like the I don't like the way he looks. The second one they sort of make him look a bit more realistic. He's yeah. he's more rugged. He it works. But then I think we can just completely discount this whole conversation because four three is clearly better than anything else. Oh, oh and is an amazing oh, definitely. Film. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think what it really comes down to it though is the fact that no matter what movie really came out in the four one sort of time um era, it was walking in the shadow of just how bloody good the first Iron Man movie was. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's absolutely true. The, the everything that happened in Iron Man One set the bar for what a Marvel movie should be, and even though four was entertaining, it didn't feel like it was hitting the notes which Iron Man managed to set. So it was yeah, a bit more forgettable really than high. that. I think Captain America for One was a, a damn good movie as well. Oh, so. all of the Captain Americas are brilliant. Y- yeah, like when, obviously it's in the shadow of Winter Soldier, but it's it's a damn good movie. Mm. Um, damn good start there. So it's kind of like two really good films and two kind of shit films <laughs> in that first phase but mm. yeah it's, it's it's fine anyway where were we yeah sorry I, I took us on a tangent anyway, oh yeah so um... the face thing yeah so Sharon arrives cool and he's like oh wait how the fuck did you get here you were just in Madripoor and suddenly you're in New York mm. yeah she just shows up yeah what the fuck I, I was kind of thinking the same about Carly but then there's like this undisclosed amount of time where Sam's learning to use a shield where she could have turned up there Sharon just kind of does. She's just there. Yeah, she's just there. Mm-hmm. She's got money, apparently, and that's how... If you have money, you can be everywhere at once. <laughs> True. True. Um, uh, so, Flag Smasher's plan seems to be just to lock the guys in a van, which was a bit weird to me. I was, I was a bit confused <laughs> about the, the, the plan at the beginning. They just went, hey, yeah, just funnel them in these two or three vans, and then and then do what? <laughs> They wanted to take them somewhere and use them as, like, ransom hostages, but it kind of just didn't work out from the interference of the other three. Mm. Yeah. What with, um... Her melting the man. <laughs> I'm literally sitting here like, her name's not Sarah, Dave. What is it? Is it Shannon? <laughs> <laughs> Close. Mix them together, you get Sharon. Um, you do, yeah. actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> 
yeah like uh, they interrupt all of that i think the entire plan was to just get them out of there but mm. I, this kind of also just brings back my entire thing of just the flag smashers just seem like such a uh, okay villain because their entire plan just falls apart at every seam very um unorganized yeah. Well, yeah, it clearly, clearly seems like Carly is way too into it as well, because like, I think one of the next things that happens is that like, she's saying, we'll probably die for this, but it's worth it, right, guys? And they're like, hmm. Mm. They don't, well, no, they don't that's say... Before, that's before they set out to do it, right? She's like, one more... No, I think it's after the band thing. Is it after? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're gonna, it's when they're going to break into the building and stuff. and you know, Yeah, we're probably going to die. Um, and they... Was it one... One people. One, one people. She says one people, and they're like, they don't say anything. They so. just don't say anything. Yeah. I, like... no, I don't think it is worth it. <laughs> one people. I do like the guy out of that. Like, the guy which keeps having doubts. I felt like mm. he probably could have stayed around and been someone. Yeah. But no, yeah. we all know what happens to them. <laughs> mm -hmm. For sure. But, um... um yeah. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. I can... If I can just jump up to the chase scene... And what essentially comes out of that, um, we are going to run out of time very quickly if we go blow by blow, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, we, it, to be honest, it was all one big like stream of consciousness at this point, because like th that van starts to fall off is basically the next thing that happens. <laughs> Fair is, enough. Which is basically the big moment. Yeah, so my, my kind of like general thing about this entire scene is um, Bucky turns up on a motorbike, flips himself over and takes on three of the flag smashes himself. Um, and that works out generally okay. It's just interesting how he struggles quite a bit against them, considering he's, like, supposed to be pretty damn bloody powerful. Um, and... Bucky he, against the flag smashers? Yeah, he fights free. He, like, arrives on the motorbike and fights Carly and two of the others. And then mm. John Walker turns up and helps out. Mm. Um, but he really struggles. Well, it's Bucky is still, still free super soldiers against another super soldier, right? Yeah. At the end of the day. He's got the That's metal arm, sure. But... Yeah, and then he really struggles to pull the door off of that thing. Like, that <laughs> that kind of, like, metal thing which was on the door, it, yeah. almost, it almost feels like the door would have come off first if that was really yeah. that much of a problem. Well, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, if, if, if I was Bucky, I wouldn't have focused on that thing in the middle. I would have just taken off both doors from the other side. <laughs> just just, yeah, just break the hinges. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, I, I guess the idea was the fact that it was an armoured van, but at the same time, armoured vans ex explode all the bloody time. Mm. Like, that's what these movies... But, uh, fucking first Iron Man. Like, all these freaking cargo vans explode all the time. Like, uh -huh. even at the end of the movie, the C4s blow it open. Movie, the series, the C4s blow an armoured van open. Like... Yeah. He just he just seems to struggle so much when it just happens to be vital. Um, yeah, he's in a hundred year old man. Though. Yeah, and a bloody fit one at that. <laughs> yeah, but um, there's one thing which I do very much like, and that's what they decide to do with John Walker in this scene, because mm. they make him out to be that he's still really lost his cool. He arrives on the scene with a shield which he crafted himself, which is clearly yep. useless because it breaks really quickly. Look, it's just made <laughs> out of like iron or something. It's like this is no, shit. Paper. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he really goes to town on Carly and tries to beat mm. the crap out of her. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work out. She's a bit more level-headed than he is in the fight and overcomes him. And then he has to make that decision where that armored van starts driving off into like some construction site and it gets stuck. Yeah. And he has to make that decision of whether he jumps after Carly or not. 
Now, it's like, yeah, do I keep going for the revenge that I'm clearly trying to get, or do I actually help <laughs> do what I was meant what to do? do I in think the first like place? a sane man. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, this is the bit where I have heard the argument that John Walker needed to have like two minutes to himself before he arrived, because all we got from him after he signed up with that woman, that Madame Hydra person, and then started making his shield, was the fact that he was out for blood. Was all we yeah. really knew. We knew he was ready to kill someone again. And he just kind of in the moment decides not to. If yeah, he... very, I was very surprised because I thought he was going to double down. Like when I saw the shield making scene at yeah. the end of the last episode, I was like, oh, he's going to double down. He's going to come back in as this different guy and he's going to, you know, to do what he wants to do and stuff. And that didn't really happen. He was very much, he just started to do the right thing. It just saw like, sense in that moment of hesitation, which was a really, a really sweet moment. It was. I think that moment really was what he needed to like resolve his arc. Yeah. Like his arc in this series was really good. Going from the, he's not even a rookie. He's a really like good military unit, but then he's a rookie in the boots of Steve Rogers, the Captain America icon. He's doing his best to be the best cap he can be, and he messes up. And then he has to deal with the repercussions of that, tries to make amends, and in the moment when it matters the most, he does. It just seems a bit... It seems like there must have been a deleted scene of, oh, no, of him. Trust me, there's a lot of deleted shit in this series. Yeah. Like, oh, really? The entire storylines they decided to cut out. Oh, yeah. God. Just, was, you know, at the beginning, there was like a... The, the, they break into that van, you know, where Bucky runs up yeah. to the van. <laughs> he books um, like Sonic the Hedgehog. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they break into that van, there's a bunch of vaccines in there. There was mm. going to be a whole, like, pandemic storyline sprinkled in here as well, which they completely ditched. Oh, oh really? So, oh. yeah, was, I'm sure they deleted some Walker shit as well. Probably because they were like, you know what, we're actually going through pandemic? Let's not remind people of that. Let's take them <laughs> away from that for a sec. I think that's probably why they voted, though, as well. Maybe. Yeah, it was just, it was a little weird for me just because the last things we saw of John Walker was him consoling um, his friend's family from his death and saying, yeah, they'll pay. Like, I'll, I'll see yeah. to it personally. Then him signing on to that woman's, like, deal or whatever um, and then making his own shield. Like, everything about him in the episode before this was, I'm going to get revenge. He turns yeah. up in the episode. He calls Carly out as soon as he arrives. He shouts her name and walks in confidently. Like, you can tell he's here to kick ass and he's out for blood. It just seems that that split moment, he was just like, oh, fuck it, I'm, I'm having to change a character. And then just went for it. It was like, you yep. needed a little yeah. bit of self-reflection before you did that, mate, because it kind of feels a little character-breaking. And she does the whole thing where she puts the foot in her mouth almost, and she, she goes like, no, I did. We did. We didn't kill him. We only want to. We only want to kill people that matter. And obviously, they mean oh, matter that for their was... cause. Yeah. But it makes him go like, "You're saying he didn't matter?" Oh. And he was like real pissed about it. Second, she said that. I was like, "You fucked up." <laughs> this but, was the yeah, moment Carly knew she fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like even the, the reflection that he could have had could have been the conversation he had with her. Is she says that he comes back with something? She says something like that contradicts herself. And then he, he understands it from that and then makes the decision to save the people from there. It just kind of feels like they just missed a couple of lines of dialogue to make John yeah. Walker feel like his snapping character would feel a bit more authentic. 
for sure. Um, but I do love the fact that that's how it happened. Um, he yeah, I love the fact he starts helping out. That's yeah, cool. he decides that he should do the right thing, and I'm glad that's where his character went. Just need a little bit more to get there for, in my opinion. Sure. Um, but it also doesn't end up that way because of the one of the final scenes where we see him in the black suit. Right. It's still ambiguous. Yeah, he's going to do some other shit. For sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, you know what? I went from full full blooded villain to somewhat hero and now dip my toes back into the villain. He's such an understanding. Now uh anti hero instead. I uh Yeah, um, I have but he's like somewhere in the middle now. Yeah. I have looked into who the US agent is in the comics and he's not a straight villain. Uh is he a vigilante, anti hero? He's kind of a sort of guy which turns up when Captain America like can't. Yeah. In a way, like he does the same thing Captain America does. He just does it for a different company. Hmm. He's the cat. Okay. He's Captain America with the shades of grey that aren't great for Captain America. You know, like yeah, he will do things that probably shouldn't do in order Cross to yeah. a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Basically, what he's what he was doing early on in the series, basically. Because we'll probably um, see him in uh, Captain America Four. If we're lucky. Maybe. I hope so. Because um, I think I think he was. Not a fan favorite, but he was definitely like hmm. he was approved of by the um, viewers. He would definitely be back. It's been set up, but I just don't know whether it will be in that Sweet. film. Maybe. Oh, um. Soon after that scene, they do go underground where they finally confront Carly, and they have yeah. like Sam and Carly have that fight. The others try to find the other super soldiers and that as they're running around. And can someone please explain to me what's the point of being a super soldier if you fucking die to a gun bullet? Yeah, you will still die to a bullet if you um if you're not careful. She just gets um, shot, and yeah, they get shot again. No point it's not bullet to though, right? Yeah, Superman. it doesn't doesn't mean there's no point to it, right? They can still throw people really far, run really fast, yeah. like completely fuck people up. But they're still gonna need some sort of shield to stop they're themselves still, from being uh, shot. Mortal. Well, definitely, yeah. but it, it's just one of those things where it's like you've got freaking new Captain America, you've got Bucky, you've got. Freaking John Walker, all these people that are all cool and super-powered, when you've got all of these super-soldiers, and who is it that deals the killing blow? A freaking twist Good. character that doesn't end up doing anything. She just goes, alright, boom. Alright, series is over. <laughs> By the way, we find out there as well. We yeah. find something really important out there. Sharon's the power broker! Yeah, yep. she's a power what? worker. I was right. <laughs> I, yeah. I said this yeah. last episode, it's like, Baron Zemo definitely said he knew who, she, who the power broker is, and he didn't say anything. Mm. Yeah. That bastard. Yeah. It's just, it's a bit funky. Well, I keep saying it's a bit funky. I just love funk. But um, <laughs> it, it, it's a weird one, because it's a reveal that doesn't really feel like it adds up to anything yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely coming somewhere. But oh, they give off. her a pardon completely, and she's still shady as fuck. Yeah, yeah. So... As she walks out, you're just like, you bitch. Yeah, it's just yeah. A... I'm not sure what to think about that because when you got a, like a twist, sort of like reveal like that, and it doesn't really amount to anything in the moment. It was just that, well, Carly still died to a gunshot. The fact that you had a power broker doesn't change anything. You literally could have just shot her and not said anything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what, what has really changed by us now knowing you had a power broker other than the end credit scene? Like, 
Yeah, you have to realize with these series, though, when especially because they know they're all part of a big whole. There will be things that are important to a series and things that aren't. Things that are more important for the the whole, mm. you know, uh, or for something later, and it will happen. I don't think it takes away from the series. It's just no, that wasn't important for now. That's like important for for later on. No, it's just it's just sometimes when you get those scenes where you feel like you should feel something, and you just don't. Yeah. And you're starting to wonder no, like. And it's something wrong with me because I didn't feel anything from this reveal. Yeah, I was like, "You, you piece of shit, really." <laughs> yeah, so, I, uh, I, I did admittedly sit there and just be like, "I knew it." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, Cap looks like a like straight up angel at the end of this. Yeah, it's crazy. He picks up Carly's body and he's just like he comes down with it like with his wings wide open. It's oh, like, his shit. speech! His speech at the end. Absolutely brilliant, and it made me crease up as well, like wheeze of laughter. Yeah, and, um, he was talking to the woman. He's like, "Shit, you on the banks? <laughs> Shit, you on the banks?" <laughs> yeah. exactly. it, it does come across really preachy. Yes, but I think that's the entire point of the series. Yeah, so unfortunately, we can't do anything yeah. about that. Yeah, like um, I, I get the idea. Are you going to challenge this as well? I get the idea. It's just it, uh, you can't say it doesn't go on for a bit too long. No, because he he tells everyone. Yeah, it goes on for a bit too long. <laughs> Dave, he tells Dave, we've everyone. had this conversation before. You're the you're the sort of person that doesn't want any dialogue in their Godzilla films. Dude, I just want him <laughs> to shut. I just want I just want Sam to <laughs> shut up and let me watch the giant monkey fight the giant dragon over there. Right? <laughs> no, um, I think it was as long as it needed to be to make the point. Yeah, I understand mm-hmm. that. It's just you get to a point where you're listening to it and you just think, All right, I get the point. I get what you're saying. Oh, you're still going? All right, okay, I get what you're saying. Oh, you haven't stopped yet? All right, all right. Yeah. And then it goes into the Isaiah scene, and it's like, oh, we're still touching the subject, okay? Yeah. Like, I, but I, if it was by yeah. itself, it probably I, I, wouldn't I, I, have been so bad. I Given it is the end. Uh, it was all fitting. I thought yeah. it was perfectly appropriate, all of it. Sorry I don't share that opinion, Dave. Oh, no, I, I, I completely agree it was appropriate. It's just it, the entirety of the aftermath was literally just that. Of course, yeah. And it it was a solid twenty minutes of it. You need to drive home the point of the whole series when you end it. That's just I think that's the whole. Yeah. You know, you're gonna have all those closing bits. I don't think it was entirely just that in the end. By the way, I think there was some. You know, you had the whole U.S. agent thing. Yeah. We had um, Bucky, a part little party. It's a little party at the end, like, yeah, little... yeah, we're having fun. <laughs> Bucky with the two kids <laughs> on his arm. <laughs> it seemed really, really cheesy, but I loved it. It yeah. was quite cheesy. It reminded me of the Star Wars one, of just the free C3PO well, and well, the there Wookiees. Was no, there was no dialogue. It was literally just shots of them all like messing about and looking happy. And then yeah. title Bucky has a family now. Man. Yeah. 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 Um, and, yeah Buck- liked- and Bucky, the only white man there, gets jumped by two kids. It just made me laugh a bit. So yeah, stop trying to take this cake, dude. Ah, oh, fuck, get away from me. Oh yeah, yeah, it was quite funny though. To be fair, there's a little fake fight with them. So, what do you guys think of the series as a whole, hmm. start to finish? What's your What's your opinion on this? I'll let you guys go first before I ruin the mood. Go ahead, mate. <laughs> no, you just want me to go first. No, no, uh, Mason, go first. That's oh, okay, okay, go on. Um, start to finish. I feel like I feel like this series I can give it a nine out of ten. 
Ooh, I give big. it a 9 out of 10. The reason it's not 10 out of 10 is because there's a lot of... I see your eyebrows raising, Dave. I see them. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's an awful lot of build-up. Some things aren't concluded. Like, they skipped over a couple things. But for the long run, there was a lot of action. It kept me engaged. A lot of the development was fulfilled. There's only a little bit that wasn't. And um, yeah, it was a very um, entertaining conclusion. Very pleasing. Hmm. Like every Dave. single character's arc was uh, wrapped up. <laughs> you just go sure. straight to Dave. For sure. <laughs> For sure. That's just because Jay's thinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, what you got to say? Yeah, so... It was shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like the bit where I threw it in the bin. <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, let's just, I'm the cynical one out of three, aren't I? <laughs> Two out of ten, too much Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough metal arm. <laughs> I will give it a seven. Oh, I will uh, give it a seven out of ten. Okay. So my reason behind it is I had a bit of a power struggle halfway through trying to figure out if I felt the Flag Smashers were as big as they were claiming to be, whether the Power Broker was something I had to care about. Basically, there was just a lot of moments where I was trying to figure out, like, how can I gauge the power of what they're dealing with? Because everything the Flag Smashers tried to do got thwarted at every turn. The Power Broker was put in a position where they were on the back foot because they no longer had the serum. And the heroes just constantly seem to turn up to places and get the better hand of a deal every time. Even if something went bad, they were still in a better position than everyone else. It just seemed like the, the risk and the threat in the show wasn't keeping me on my edge. I kind of just knew it was all going to work out in the end. I just, I just had no reason to feel like it was going to go wrong. Um, however... I do love what they did with John Walker. I love to hate him. I thought he was a fantastic character to begin with. Um, his resolution was a great idea, just needed a little bit more explanation as to why he felt the need to change. Um, I couldn't give a shit about the Power Broker, because she ends up doing nothing, in my opinion. She just yeah. shows up and ends the series. And it's like, yeah, oh, alright. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... I love the interactions between Bucky and Sam. I kind of wish there was a bit more of it. Um, there's one key episode where there's a lot of it. The one where they both get chucked in the um, counselling room together and they get awkwardly close. Yeah, Brilliant. Um, I just feel like they kind of started with them not being allies, then they became allies but weren't on each other's same page. Once they were on their same page, it kind of just stopped being a thing. The banter stopped being as prevalent. There's like one line in the last episode where Bucky's like good speech but I only paid attention to the first like few words. <laughs> like that was the only bit of banter in the entire yeah. episode so. Yeah. I like that. Yeah like, I liked the camaraderie they ended up having. It just kind of felt like after we had that one episode where they were just bouncing off of each other they sort of just felt like alright now we need to remember we're an action movie. We've got one episode to settle everything. Um, yeah. So yeah good. 7 out of 10. Felt a little rushed. Probably need a little bit more development on John Walker, but overall I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm glad that you chose 7, Dave. Because 
perfectly sets up mine because I, I was gonna give it an eight, which is right between both of you. Um, <laughs> okay. I th- I think what they did well, they did they did the development of Bucky and Sam, like yeah. becoming friends over the course, much better. They never liked each other in the previous films. Yeah. You know? Um, they had that whole thing where you're gonna move your seat forward, you know, which they mirrored <laughs> in this series. Yeah. Um. Not fans of each other, so I liked. I liked that this was a good way to get them together. I like it was a really good way to introduce a new Captain America. Um, but I think overall, I think the the villains and the the main goals, of the villains just weren't all that interesting. Mm. Um, didn't Except make a, Zemo. a lot of sense. No, Zemo. Yeah, Zemo. Zemo was good. Um, and I still haven't told you the thing about that. By the way, I'll tell you in a minute. Um. And yeah, I liked I liked a lot of it. I think for this would probably be, probably be a nine for the people it's more important to. I feel like this is like the whole theming of this is more important to black community stuff. Um, it's a bit like with um, Black Panther. Like I, I thought it was a fine movie. I didn't think it was anything special, but obviously for people that it's important to, that was a massive deal. You know. Yeah, I get that. So yeah, I think it's, it's not. A lot of the stuff they did probably isn't for me, so I don't feel it as much. But I can see why, why they would. So, yeah, uh, I think overall eight out of ten, pretty decent. I still had a lot more fun watching One Division. So out of those, still going to be second to that, I think so far. Um, yeah. I I, I just want to put out there, it would be a six out of ten for me if Zemo wasn't as good as Zemo was. <laughs> he was the wild card that made every scene he was in so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Zemo. He's great. Um, which you know, given he was a fairly nothing character in in the previous films and stuff, they did so much work on him. He's yeah, so so much better. Yeah, yeah they gave him fine. more depth. But yeah, the the whole thing I was going to tell you about before, uh, Mason. Yeah, the it wasn't the power boat. Well, not the power because you know. It wasn't one of the flag smashers that yeah. blew up the van. Who was it? Because when the van blows up, it pans over to a car, and Zemo's butler is sitting in the car. Yeah, it oh was God. Zemo's butler. Yeah, Zemo's butler blows up the van. That's why the next scene cuts to Zemo in um the raft, listening to the radio, confirming that it's happened. He smiles at the camera and then goes to bed. Because he doesn't. Oh want, my god! He got Zemo gets the last laugh. He doesn't want he had anything. It all planned. And that's why he was just like <laughs> in the raft. Yeah. Oh damn! It's a clever like, yeah, fuck. It worked. I that's hilarious it. as well because um, I'm pretty sure we spoke about the butler for like a lengthy five minutes in the podcast, and we were like, it's funny because he's never going to show up again. Um, <laughs> and if he does, it would be something to do with like an explosion or something. And he, <laughs> that's exactly what he did. Yeah. Literally. Just turns off at the end to <laughs> to finish off Zemo's work. It's great. That was great. It is. Yeah. I hope we see more of Zemo in the future. Mm. Um, and I hope we see more of John Walker. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the US agent. Yes. Zemo's not going to stay in prison forever. As mm. as we said, I think Thunderbolts is probably going to happen at some point, and, and Zemo is meant to be the leader of the Thunderbolts. So. Oh wow! Yes, <laughs> I want that. <laughs> yeah, I want that quite badly. And maybe US agent won't turn up until they do that. Maybe hmm. not. Maybe he'll join in. Maybe he'll be who they're fighting against. You know, maybe it'll be a back and forth. I don't know. Yeah, 
Interesting. Well, as usual, Marvel takes up the majority of our mm. podcast. Yeah. It seems to happen well, we to, quite we had a bit. To cover, we had to cover two episodes. Like it's... We did, yeah. Yeah. So I'm um, going to have quite a few weeks off now to uh, talk about other things before Loki comes along. Yeah, oh, so it's probably best I save some of the things I was going to talk about for those weeks. <laughs> but So what are we planning to do for the rest of the week, guys? Have you got anything in the backlog that you plan to stream or just stuff that you plan to do? I'll let you take the floor, Mason, because you probably do. <laughs> um, not really. I mean, I've got um, Super Mario Maker 2 lined up as well as for streaming anyway as well as persona 5 the royal and scramble i prefer to say strikers but for some reason scramble sticks with me such a terrible name it's called scramble in japan it's called strikers in the um west oh oh is it i thought it was scramble Scramble doesn't sound um... good i thought it was scramble for europe EU. yeah no i've got strikers i've got strikers yeah for some reason it's Really? Okay, never mind. Your Stop brain is scrambled, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scrambled from scrambled. Um, but yeah, Persona 5 Raw, Scramble, and uh, Super Mario Maker 2. That's what I've got lined up for this week in terms of streaming. Other cool. than that, I've got Dentist Appointment tomorrow. That's uh, all. Oh, brilliant. Tell me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> that is my week. Jay? Yeah, I can't remember the last time I had a dentist appointment, so... Um... No, I have a couple of things planned. Um, new TFT uh, season is starting like tomorrow. Team fight tactics. Um, <laughs> yes, team fight tactics in league. Yes. Um, for this time around, I actually was planning for it because I actually went on the PBE and it was like uh, playing it on there just to get used to it before it starts. Because normally it starts and I'm just like, I have no idea what to do. It takes me a little while to get the traction going on the yeah. on the right stuff. So that's good. It's very interesting. Um, so yeah, uh, that's pretty much me to be honest. Uh, I think, though, when is it? Pokemon Snap comes out in a couple of days. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. very soon. Very soon. Um, so that. I'll be playing that. Yeah, should be. Hopefully, I'll pop by. Have fun. I'll sit there and tell you how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, I'll pop by and just uh, try to kick Dave out of the chat. I don't have much comparison because I've not properly played. The original snap, so fair enough. How about you, Dave? Um, no new games on the horizon just yet. I need to really look and see what's coming out. Um, I recently bought a game called Muse Dash, which is just a big anime rhythm game, super, oh super freaking kawaii ultra vocaloid techno crap and I'm just sitting there like this isn't even my music but I'm starting to like it. <laughs> Is it like Osu? Uh think like Osu but with two buttons instead of a mouse cursor. You literally hammer oh. you hammer up and down. That's all it is. But it's uh. just the interactions between that. And it's like proper like drum and bass, freaking vocaloid style shit. Oh. I like it. It's fun and it's ultra cutesy and stuff. I didn't care about that. I just like the music. But yeah, it's um, kind of like, you liked the music before you said you didn't like the music, but you're liking it now. Yeah, it's growing mm. on me. Like, I, I've listened okay. to Vocaloid-style music before and been like, eh, it's fine, it's, but that's for somebody else. And then I listen to some more of this and I'm like, actually, I like the way that they use their voices to like almost play them like instruments, just for the different yeah. ways that they word things. It's hard to bloody explain, but it just sounds good, all right? 
What was that spiritual successor rhythm game on the PS4 that we used to play when we lived together, Dave? Oh, you mean Amplitude? Yes, Amplitude. It's kind of like that, right? Because I'm pretty sure like a bunch of the music in Amplitude isn't your thing either, but once you get a good rhythm game, it just kind of, it works. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter that it's not your type of music. Yeah. I mean, I was Elite playing... Elite Beat Agents. <laughs> uh, Elite Beat Agents is freaking great. Rhythm Heaven. Um, I was playing Friday Night Funkin' like two days ago, and I realized how just a genius that game is. All it is is up, down, left, right on the um, keyboard. And it's just a DDR game where all of the songs sound like Western Vocaloid. Like, they just they take the concept of making, like, sounds to turn it into lyrics and turn it into singing. It's really strange, but that'll probably be released as a full game because it's getting a lot of backing from people. Oh, cool. Yeah. I only yeah. found out about yesterday there's a, um, there's a, rhythm ga- a VR rhythm game, which is like... Yeah, it's called Beat Saber. People- Beat Saber is great for sure, but I think it's called Pistol Whip. Yeah, Dan's got that. Which apparently is really good. So uh, it's a first-person shooter yeah. rhythm game. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sick. So you're shooting people to the rhythm because they come in at the right time. Oh to... wow! Yeah, okay, yeah. That you have to shoot, reload, and duck in time with the music. So you're literally just going bang, bang, click, duck, bang, duck, click. I can imagine it's that really weird. Sweaty game. Oh, definitely. Sure. It's like Beat Saber's bad. I yeah. swear, but like pistol whip, it sounds like it's gonna be <laughs> a struggle. Oh, yeah. oh, be safe, it just makes yeah. me want to drink gallons of water after I've yeah. like had a session of that, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I need to do after this. But other than that, I've been playing a bit of Muse Dash. There's a new battle royale I've been playing called Naraka, which is basically it's Sekiro. It's very, Ooh. it's very like it's Chinese mythology in that. Um, very bloody weird game, really janky. It's clearly not finished, but. Nah. Me and a friend were playing it together the other day and we were having a bloody laugh with it, just grappling yeah. hook across really beautiful landscapes and smacking the crap out of people with great swords. It was fun. Is it like um early access? Uh yeah, pretty much. Just like a closed beta or something, which me and him managed to get into. Hmm. Um and then other than that, I stream Shadowverse. Card game which I very much enjoy. I hit two hundred followers this morning. I'm at the big old two zero zero. I got there first. Three hundred is not going to be my crown. <laughs> As that... if there was any doubt. I probably got there first. Too. Someone else is going to beat me to three hundred. I'm sure. But um, yeah. <laughs> I've been trying. To... I've been streaming some Mario Maker, but it's that game where the more I stream it, the more I realize it's not really my kind of thing. So I don't want to lead people on too much and make them all follow and that just to be kind of let down later when I don't play it so I'm just you know, I'm kind of on and off yeah. with Mario Maker at the moment that's exactly how I feel yeah so yeah that's what we've been up to there is a future ahead of us where more games are coming out but they're not here yet I want to play Resident Evil 8 sure I'd like to play still... it I'm not sure about getting it Let's play I still need to play a Resident it. game but I haven't chosen which one yet and I don't think I'll go straight into 8 so yeah, and I need to play more Monster Hunter because the update for that comes out tomorrow. <laughs> so hooray, loads of new monsters. That didn't take them long at all. Yeah, no. Yeah, Literally, well, no. annoyingly, I've got so much more that I want. I could talk about. Yeah, <laughs> like I, every... I, I, I know how you feel. I open my well, mouth and remember mind. shit. We had some catching up to do this week, but we'll get to yeah. it. Yeah, we save for next week. 
Yeah, exactly. So thank you, everybody, for watching. I mean listening. I mean... Both. Interacting Either. with your mind. I mean tasting. Yes. <laughs> now, now put your phone up to your face and smell the screen. Do you smell that smell? It is the food that Mason enjoyed before the stream began. Why are you putting it on your phone? <laughs> Can you smell the sausage roll? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm just putting you on the spot. <laughs> it's because I forgot what I ate, to be honest. I didn't even see what you ate. I just saw that you were still munching. I was like, all right, I'm good for time. Lick your phone and you will taste pie. <laughs> Thank you for enjoying... Thank you for enjoying us. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We will be back next time. Oh, and of course, make sure to follow. Nano gear. Make sure to follow Nano gear. It's got two R's. Because <laughs> he's a fool. <laughs> a freak of nature. <laughs> and you've also got Jay, who is Balkine. B A L K Y N E. Yep. Make sure not to follow me. Yep. Yeah. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. Why are you watching this? Ask for your money back. <laughs> Don't go to my channel. Avoid my channel. And then, of course, I have been your host today. I am Top Hat Massacre. Give me, all the, give me all the follows because I want to get to 300 before somebody else overtakes me, of which will inevitably happen. Unfollow report. Mason, you know you're going to try. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to try for 300. Let's make it a game. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. All right, let's make it a game. <laughs> Do it. Do it. He's playing Mario Maker. He's got the advantage. <laughs> I'm playing freaking Weeaboo card games. What have I got? I'm also playing Weeaboo JRPG. Oh, yeah, good point. Fair yeah, enough. It's a good niche. You'll, you'll find some people with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye.